What's up guys, this is Kelton. I just wanted to hop in here. I'm, I'm adding this in in post. Peter Griffin was just leaked alongside Snake from Metal Gear coming to the Fortnite Battle Pass this weekend. I just, I, I needed you guys to know that. I didn't want to be a, a week late on this tremendous news. We've been waiting for Peter Griffin for a long time. So yeah, Peter Griffin just got leaked. He's coming to Fortnite. <laughs> You know, I had to come in here and let you guys know. So, yeah. Enjoy the episode. What's up, guys? My name's Kelton Burns. I'm joined by Cameron Donahoe again. Hi. I'm Cameron Donahoe, and I'm joined by Kelton Burns. This is the 21st episode of Press Y, your source of gaming news rounded up this whole week. We've rounded it all up. So let's get into this. So, Xbox Game Pass is getting some new games this month. We don't usually cover these kinds of library updates, but one game caught my eye. So, today, December, because it is December now, Game Pass is getting these games. It's getting Far Cry 6, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Spirit of the North, Steam World Build, Tin Hearts, While the Iron's Hot, World War Z Aftermath, Clone Drone in the Danger Zone, Goat Simulator 3, Against the Storm, Remnant from the Ashes, and... Remnant 2. So Remnant 2 is what caught my eye of all these games. Uh, that game recently came out. has a lot of good reviews. Fun co-op game. And yeah, it's, uh, it's it's coming to Game Pass. I'll I'll probably hop on this game to play it with some friends. That is super exciting. I like anytime a new co-op game, or just any co-op game really, that you can play online with friends. That's a lot of fun. Gets added to any of these like uh, game streaming services. For me, it's really huge because like you can, it's so much easier to convince your buddies to like hop on with you now because you're just like literally just download it right now. It's free and we'll play. Exactly. Or it's not free. It's if you have Game Pass or whatever. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Game Pass, Remnant 2. Check it out, guys. Check out any of those other games too, you know? Maybe you've been itching to play Rise of the Tomb Raider. You can now. You can if you have Game Pass. So next up, guys. Next up, Cameron. Free sex is coming to cult of the lamb what let's get into this weird week's cartoon sex debacle which ended up making waves across twitter so on november 23rd as reported by anthony wood of ign but i also i also saw this go down across twitter myself developer massive monster tweeted a teaser for an upcoming free update for cult of the lamb called sins of the flesh which featured some and the, the teaser had some like animals dancing around the forest Leaves covering their private parts. Some of them are making out. Very culty. Uh, this mm. led users on Twitter to begin calling this the sex update. And people reasoned it would allow them to have sex in the game. This resulted in a ton of joy and celebration across the social media platform. People were really hyped to have sex in the cartoon goat game. Uh, as a result, <laughs> developer Massive Monster reassured some concerned users that the age rating for the game would not change following the update. And the game would continue to adhere to guidelines. Sex was not coming to the game. So then, Cult of the Lamb tweeted that they would add sex to the game if they hit 300,000 followers on Twitter by the end of the year. They were sitting at 290k at the time. So over the last week, they've gotten over 200,000 followers. So they were were aiming for 10k, they got over 200,000, they're currently sitting at 431,000. And then they tweeted out a kind of like a sad 
disappointed looking cartoon image of a goat saying, okay, we'll add sex to the game. <laughs> Following this, a bunch of developers across social media were like, well, shit, like, we'll add sex to our game if we get this many followers. Or other developers being like, what if, what if we added sex to our game? Yeah, it's a <laughs> sex sells, baby. Uh, that that I would love to see that just be a, a mainstay in all games. You know, you could fuck in the new Animal Crossing now. <laughs> if, you, if Nintendo gets a million followers, you can see Tom Nook's balls. Minecraft That's pretty cool. has no balls. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, that was a fun little, fun little thing that happened this week. So yeah, that's next awesome. Year. Next year, I love guys. Cult of the Lamb. Cult of the Lamb. Sins of the Flesh update is coming. It will be free. <laughs> it might have sex in it, but probably not. So, as reported by Bobby Anhall of Game Rant, Xbox CFO Tim Stewart recently spoke at Wells Fargo TMT Summit where he shared Microsoft's desire for Game Pass to be on every screen possible, including Nintendo and PlayStation consoles. He added how Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard will help Xbox take Game Pass to another level. So, will Game Pass having the Activision Blizzard catalog be the thing that tips the scales to get PlayStation or Nintendo to get that that service on their consoles? I guess we'll have to see. This isn't the first time that they have tried to get Game Pass on PlayStation or Nintendo consoles. So, yeah, kind of an interesting concept. It'd be it would be it would be weird to boot up your PlayStation and and load up Game Pass. That does sound like inherently wrong. Do you see that ever happening? I, I don't. I really don't know. Like it's hard to s- say what the future holds, right? But if if I think if Game Pass was like opened up to go onto other consoles, uh, it would like immediately become like definitively the dominant game yeah. service. Um, because it already kind of is that with it just being on Xbox and PC. But if it was opened up to everything else. Uh, you know, I don't think anything else can really hold a candle currently up to Game Pass. Like PlayStation Plus is great, but I think Game Pass is still superior. I totally agree. I think I could honestly see a world where like they start with Nintendo because Nintendo doesn't really have a horse in this race. Like they like kind of have some like old like Nintendo titles you can play if you have like a Nintendo Live subscription. Um, so I could see that kind of like opening the gates a little bit. And then with people like gaining popularity through the, the consoles and the a newer, uh, wider demographic, I think PlayStation could potentially get, uh, overwhelmed. So it's an interesting concept. Maybe in 10 years, we'll be playing game pass games on all of our consoles, no matter what your preference is. That's the dream. I want to play game pass. Yeah. Game pass games on my fridge. Have you been playing Game Pass games recently? Oh yeah, yeah. I I play, probably play mostly Game Pass. I have been utilizing it for Halo Infinite recently, which has been great. Yeah, yeah. It is always nice to just always have like the a majority of like Bethesda or uh, like classic Microsoft titles just all in your back pocket. It's very nice. Or like. Sometimes for like holidays, they'll like release certain games that are like holiday related. So if I ever want to like get in the Halloween spirit or like the Christmas spirit, I'll look at if there's any like holiday themed games on uh, Game Pass. Game Pass is great for those who have PC or Xbox. 
As reported by Charming Holiday of Game Rant, Sony has entered into a partnership with developer and publisher NCSoft. NCSoft is a South Korean company best known for its MMOs such as Lineage, Aeon, and Guild Wars. In a joint statement by outgoing Sony Interactive Entertainment boss Jim Ryan and NCSoft CEO Taekjin Kim, the companies have signed a strategic global business partnership that will focus on collaboration across multiple fields, including mobile. So both men have issued up comments that heavily emphasize Sony's aim to expand beyond consoles. So it seems like this is a mobile-focused partnership here. We might see sony branch more into maybe uh, an attempt at mobile games uh so not a fan of that whatsoever <laughs> everyone wants to put their hand in that cookie jar cameron there's a lot of I money know. in that cookie jar i know i just i just have no interest in those cookies they're like that's like the oatmeal raisin of the video game cookie jar world yeah i remember when nintendo did it it was like semi-exciting and then uh, it seems like nintendo's kind of drawing back their hand from the cookie jar now See, I can get down with Nintendo getting in on on these cookies. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nintendo is geared for these kind of cookies. We got some some old-ass loser boy Sony trying to get into the kitchen and cook with uh, old granny Nintendo. And this, this metaphor isn't holding up. All I'm saying is... I like Nintendo making these cookies. I don't like Sony making these cookies. They don't have what it takes to make these cookies good. So, yeah, Sony. I don't know if Sony has the secret ingredients for the cookies, but maybe NCSoft is holding on to the missing parts of their ingredient list for their recipe uh, for the cookies, and mm. hopefully we'll get some good bakes. But Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, on, into someone else's kitchen. Netflix members will be getting access to the Grand Theft Auto Trilogy, the Definitive Edition, on Apple's App Store, the Google Play Store, and Netflix's mobile app beginning December 14th of this year. So Netflix has been toying around with bringing games to the platform for a while. Back in 2018, if you remember, they had a deal with Telltale to adapt the Minecraft story mode into an interactive game for Netflix, as well as its show Stranger Things. This all ended up just kind of like falling apart when Telltale went under. Uh, so, But Netflix has, you know, for like six years at least been toying around with trying to bring games to the platform so it seems like they're gonna start it out or at least one of the big ones that is coming first is gonna be this grand theft auto the trilogy i found this kind of interesting it's like uh it's a weird combo here the gta definitive edition trilogy had a pretty rocky launch doesn't have a really good reputation right now uh and then i guess maybe netflix is you know starting to throw its its hat in the ring with game pass uh but yeah just wanted you guys to know that if you have Netflix and you've been wanting to try out GTA Definitive Edition, you can play it on your phone or through the Netflix mobile app beginning in two weeks. So, score. Big win. I don't know who's like ideal way of playing Grand Theft Auto is through those means, but if you're desperate and only got a Netflix account, good on you. Get Play some GTA. I have been toying around with the idea of picking that uh, GTA up just to replay san andreas yeah they're great games it's just like i don't know why i would ever choose like mobile or like the netflix app to play gta like almost 100 percent of the time i'm just gonna boot it up on like a playstation i yeah i remember like a lot of times booting up the app store and it's like one of the top played games on the app store is always like a ten dollar gta adaptation I don't know. Maybe this would be this. Maybe this GTA Netflix game would be like a good game aimed at like kids who don't have a console and their parents have Netflix. 
it definitely seems like I don't know if you ever grew up in a household where like you weren't like supposed to play video games or, or like your video games were like very limited. It really seems like a way for kids like some like like work around to just like trick your parents into letting you play Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> like like they're like oh I'll take away your PlayStation for the week if since you misbehaved and you're like okay and then you're just flash forward to you playing San Andreas on the Netflix account I guess. I pour one out for the kids out there who are living that <laughs> scenario here. But I'm also glad yeah. that Netflix has provided you with one of their cookies. So I agree. Yeah. Um, It's the same thing as, like, Call of Duty on the Wii, you know? It's that same vibe. Where, like, obviously, if you're going to buy, buy Call of Duty, you're going to do it on, like, Xbox or any of, like, the mainstays. But for those select few who were given a Wii because it was, like, considered, like, a fitness console... And like you're able to like play some Call of Duty on it, run some 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 COD. Uh, that that's that's very similar. It's like you got a Call of Duty port for the Wii, looking in the mirror and getting a Netflix member, uh, Grand Theft Auto Definitive Edition trilogy on the App Store, just looking right back at it. Exactly. <laughs> so man, our metaphor game today, crazy. We're crazy yeah. with the pen. Just. I had some pie for breakfast with some coffee, and I what a fucking ball today. What a fucking breakfast that is! Very Twin Peaks. So, next I ate up. an entire cherry pie with my hands tied behind my back because I'm, <laughs> I'm American. And I shot a 12 gauge shotgun into my roof because <laughs> right it's my American roof. right. <laughs> All right. So. As reported by Sammy Barker of Push Square, last year, with the launch of Horizon Forbidden West, Sony launched a promotional campaign involving a promise to plant a tree for every fan that unlocked a trophy. It was an early trophy within Horizon Forbidden West. So, one year later, it turns out they have planted, so far, 600,000 trees around the world as part of this promotion, which has restored a whopping 1,800 acres of land. That's so, cool. Yeah. It, uh, they followed through. I mean, I don't know if they have more. I don't know how many people have unlocked that trophy. But, you know, it's good to see. You, you see those kind of charities come around every now and then, and, and I never really think about them again. But now, you know, we get a little reminder. They did do something here. <laughs> so Did you unlock that trophy? I platinumed the game. So, I must have. One of those trees is, is on me. Doing doing your part for the for the world. Good job. Kelton. You can thank me for one of those trees, guys. That is my good doing. You're saving the world, Kelton. One platinum at a time. Well, yeah, dude. They should just plant like ten trees per plat you get. You know, that'd be a real. Flex. I think that's super reasonable. I think they should give you fifty dollars every time you get a platinum. Just pay for the I, game. I think that's reasonable. Yeah, I think yeah. Just like get if if you platinum the game, you get it for free. I think that would be lit. <laughs> <laughs> that would be super lit. I agree. Um, <laughs> but hey, that's that's just me. That's just yeah. They need to get you in the boardroom. Yeah, I think they would. I think that's a great marketing tool. I don't think they would lose any money. All right, Cameron. I have one last yeah. little thing for you here, and I turned it into a game. And then I love uh, games. after that, you're free to just talk about whatever we want to talk about until the end. So we could chat about boys. Time Magazine released their list for top 10 games of the year. 
and I want you to try to guess what games are on this list. <laughs> and I'll give you one point for each game you get right. But if you also can guess their placement in the top 10, then you get 10 points. Wait, you say of the year? Yes. And it's Time Magazine? It's Time Magazine. Oh, my God, dude. I have, like, no basis to go off of. They don't really... They don't really seem like a, like a gaming publication, that's as why, far as I'm aware of. That's why this caught my eye. Uh, it's like like REI <laughs> made a game of the year list. Hey, man, I would read that list. I would, too. I would, too. So maybe this is a smart move on Time's part. Okay, so they made a game of the year list. Um, Fuck, man. What would Time Magazine want? I'm going to say Breath or uh, not Breath of the Wild, the, the Zelda one. Tears the, of the Kingdom? Tears of the Kingdom. You're correct. Okay, that's one of them. You said it's 10? 10 games. Uh, what about Lies of P? Nope. Um, Super Mario Wonder? Uh, yes. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, the uh the Starfield? Uh, no. That's kind of like a like a bad one I'd imagine they do. Or not a bad, one, but like not like a What about uh Hogwarts Legacy? That's a little controversial. Nope. Do I get like a certain amount of guesses? Let's just say currently you've guessed like five games, so you have five more. Okay. Uh, well, Baldur's Gate three. Yes. Is there like is this just gonna be like a basic ass like game of the year list, or is there any like wonky ones in there? I don't know, dude. Oh my god. Okay. Um, and then I'm gonna say Pikmin four. Nope. Ah. It's uh, Time Magazine, bro. <laughs> that means nothing. I don't read Time Magazine. You need to get in the headspace of a Time Magazine employee. What about, uh, let's see here. Marvel's big, okay? Spider-Man just dropped. Uh, Spider-Man 2. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. So is that, what, like six that I got right? You have four correct. Fuck. You guessed Super I'm Mario afraid. Bros. Wonder, Baldur's Gate 3, Tears of the Kingdom, and Spider-Man 2. Hmm. A lot of their fucking games came out. Uh, sea of Stars? Uh, no. Okay. I think you have two more guesses. I got two more guesses. What are the big ones that came out this year? Let's go with Alan Wake 2. Oh, yeah. It is? The, the, Alan Wake made it? It did. Good for Alan Wake. Oh, yeah. Did it? Wait, 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 wait. I'm trying to think of, like, games we've talked about. Uh, let's go with, uh, let's go with that one, uh, fucking Splatoon clone, like, uh, Battle Bubbles or whatever the fuck. <laughs> foam Stars? What? I don't think Foam Stars is even out. No Foam Stars? Oh, man. I thought, I thought Time would have had some class and put Foam Stars on there. All right, all right. I've let this go on long enough. Are you ready for That's this not- top 10 list? <laughs> sure, yeah. Number 10, Dredge. Okay, I like Dredge. Number I just nine, bought Dredge. Diablo 4. Okay. Number Probably should have guessed that. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Number seven. Probably should have guessed that. Super Mario Bros. Wonder. That did Number guess. six, Dead Space Remake. Number five, oh. Resident Evil 4 Remake. Number four, Tears of the Kingdom. Legend of Zelda. That's Number three, high. Spider-Man 2. Number, f- I don't know if I agree with that. Number two, Baldur's Gate 3. Okay. And number one, Alan Wake 2. So it is like a basic ass. 
It's Time Magazine, it's, dude. It's a super basic. What were you like, expecting the them to list? just like flip it upside down? I don't down know. I was and... I was putting some random shit in there like Pikmin and fucking Sea of Stars. At least and... Call of Duty's not on there, man. That is true. That is true. But I mean, hey, you said Alan Wake was what one? Wait, was Number Alan Wake one? one? Number one, dude. Wow, that's gotta feel good. Feels good. <laughs> it's Kelton Burns' game of the year and Time Magazine's game of the year. If they can pick the the hottest man of the year, I'm sure they can pick uh the hottest game. You know what I'm saying? No, that's Men's Health. Fuck. Maybe Men's Health has a game of the year list. Who knows? Who knows, man? Men's Health. All right. Well, it's Cameron. Huh? What have you been playing? I've been playing a super fucking dope little indie game called it's called like fuck is it bomb rush cyberfunk i think that's what it is bomb rush right. cyberfunk what i think it's the dopest game yeah it's called bomb rush cyberfunk where they just like went to a group of 12 year olds and focus grouped the coolest <laughs> words that they could get yeah it's literally just like five or four buzzwords just back to back to back and just no cohesion whatsoever um but you play a dude who gets his head chopped off and gets replaced with like a robot head and you go around like f- like tagging spots uh like skating around and biking or BMXing around and scootering around or not scootering but uh like inline skating around uh tagging spots and like fighting for turf of other gangs bop and soundtrack it's basically fucking Tony Hawk Pro Skater mixed with uh Jet Set Radio there's like the art style is very jet set. Um, the uh, it, it's got like a big like graffiti influence. Uh, very funky. Uh, it's weirdly like like adult at times. Like they they like they'll swear and stuff. And uh, you'll get like I mean the first like fifteen minutes you just get your head chopped off by like a dude throwing a vinyl disc at you. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of fun, and you're kind of like platforming at times, uh, and you're platforming by like hitting these rails and doing tricks and combos to uh, to go through the the platforms, uh, as well as you get these cool things that like like you have like a jetpack. So if you ever like fuck up your uh, your combo, you can use like a little boost from your jetpack, or you also get like a like a double jump thing that like makes it a little easier to chain all the tricks together. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a super fun little game and the soundtrack is really really fucking good. <laughs> like I was playing uh next to my girlfriend and we were literally just like dancing the entire time while playing. Uh and she wasn't even fucking looking at the game. She was just on her phone just like bobbing her head. I was like, "Hell yeah. This this shit kind of hits, right?" Nice. Um and she thought so. So, so yeah. Again? It's called Bomb Rush Cyberfunk, made by Team Reptile. Awesome, man. I don't think I've been playing anything new recently. I just how the turntables same games. Um Team Reptile is the same team that made uh Lethal League, by the way. Did you ever hear about Lethal League? No. It was a super creative, like uh almost fighting game that was centered around like hitting a ball. And it just bounces around the screen a whole bunch. It's kind of like, do you ever play wall ball as a kid? No. Oh, well, it's like that. Oh, I have been playing Tiny Tina's Wonderland, I guess. That's the game. 
Remember playing Tiny Tina's Wonderland? Yeah. Like like the DLC for Borderlands? No, no, the full game. Oh, I see, I see. Why? Uh, I was just looking for a co-op game to play, and Tiny Tina's, you know, up to four players. is D&D inspired. This is true. It's been okay. Very Borderlands. Yeah. It it definitely didn't look like it really changed up the formula too much. Yeah, I was hoping for, I, guess, I think, more of a shake-up to the formula, uh, but it's it's really just a Borderlands DLC. <laughs> like, Makes sense. But, but yeah. Um... But yeah, dude, you should you should totally check out Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. I think you specifically would get a, a a nice little hoot out of it. Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Word. Yeah, that that's the game I've been playing. Awesome. Well, Fortnite Eminem concert is tomorrow. You excited? Oh yeah, bought the skin. <laughs> Die hard. Um, you could say that. Are you gonna attend the concert? For sure, man. I haven't missed a Fortnite event in so long. There's so much fun Did to you... go to. Are they? Like, what do you, what do, you do while it's happening? You just kind of like... Do, it's usually different every time. Like, Do they give you guns while you attend, like, a concert? That seems kind of... No, usually once they, that kind of starts, stuff starts, all the weapons disappear. Sometimes you'll have, like, little, like, bouncy stuff you can do, but... You just kind of virtually watch a concert? Yeah, but you'll always be in a room or a group full of like a ton of other players, so everyone will be dumping around, bouncing around. It's a fun time, man. It's like the uh, the Fall Guys lobbies, kind of. Except Ariana Grande's there. Yeah, now this time it'll be uh, Eminem. Yeah, and this is also not just a concert; it's also an event that's ending the chapter and ushering in a new map, and it's Ooh. like also bringing in the Lego collaboration. So they've kind of like overlapped three different things into one big event. Uh, so I'm excited because like uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what they're what they're doing next. They've changed the timeline because uh, like this whole season was about going back in time, but then they did things differently because they made a mistake. So now the timeline's been changed. The different stuff's gonna happen. So there's gonna be an Eminem concert, like I said, Lego. Uh, it's gonna be a 30 minute event. Starts tomorrow at 11 a.m. Uh, PST, and then uh, I'm sh- I'm assuming the game will probably go down. I don't know if they're gonna do the black hole thing again, but uh. But yeah, whatever Fortnite has up its sleeve will be revealed probably tomorrow. I'm stoked. I knew you'd be. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat, man. Attend it, dude. Eminem concert. When else do you get to see Eminem from the comfort of your living room? He's done touring, right? He's like, like I don't think, this is probably one of the last few times you'll be able to see Eminem in concert. Exactly. Go. Cool. I'm down. I'm super excited. <laughs> super excited. Awesome. Well, that's been the 21st episode of Press Y, guys. We will be back next Friday with another week of news rounded up for you guys. It was kind of a slow week this week, but I did enjoy the Cult of the Lamb sex stuff. Uh, but yeah, keep it real. I love sex cult stuff. Oh, yeah. And I love lambs. And hopefully on uh, episode 22, we can talk about it again. I agree. Or episode 69. <laughs> See what I did there? That's the sex number. That is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy gets it. All right, guys. Have a good week. Get the fuck out of here, you little gremlins.